This is a podcast from Rover. All right, well, Friday means sport, and uh, sport means Hamish Mackay. He joins us now. G'day, my friend. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, Dom, although I did uh, mention uh, on my show earlier today um, that the Blackburns played tonight, but they actually played last <laughs> night, and they played very well, too, just moving right along. Well, you th- you went over the Wallaroos. Yeah, well, you, you, you threw me under that bus as well, cause, um, yeah. but it shows my, um, you know, look, I don't have the finger on the pulse of all these things, you see, because we, we pick and choose, don't we, what, what we want to watch. There's yeah. a lot of, we're yeah. spoiled for choice. Um, yeah. But, look, That's no right. matter what, no matter what bloody day it was played in, you can't argue with 50 nil, can you? No, nah, 50-0, great result. Um, and the thing that I'll say is Ruby who, Stacey who, Sarah who, Kendra who, and so on and so on. And I say that uh, with tongue in cheek because they're our great players, but they weren't there. There were seven or eight new faces in there, and wow, were they impressive. So, uh, you know, and it's just good to see that the rugby momentum has carried on for the Black Ferns. Unfortunately, the public support momentum has it because everybody across the country, if the World Cup was an indicator, should have been, um, you know, crowded around their tallies last night. But, um, we, you know, in my case, I got the day wrong. So there you go. And you'd hope that, you know... I mean, I have one or two detractors, Dom, as, as you well know. So well, <laughs> might feed off that, you know? just a couple. But hey, listen, yeah. Um, yeah. what 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 we can extrapolate from that is clearly the depth is very very good yeah. in the women's game at the moment, uh, and you could not potentially say the same uh, for the up and coming players on the men's side. No, um, look, this is this is of concern in recent times. We have, uh, we've, you know, we've seen the emergence of particularly of the Irish and uh, lesser degree the South Africans, but certainly the French at the under-20 level. Um, those tournaments are a little bit interrupted by COVID and the like, but now we're back and it's been played in South Africa. Ironically, it was played on a muddy, slippery pitch against France, the New Zealand under-20s, and they got an old-fashioned shellacking. They were down 28-0, um, pretty early in the game, really, and it was just the efficiency of the French pack, but they their backs also scored a, a try that was, you know, a try from the rugby heavens, and and the thing about it is, you know, I, our guys were actually really competitive at scrum time, now I, I'm always really happy about that, mm-hmm. because often at that level we aren't, and also from 28-0 down, we so showed some intestinal fortitude to climb back into it, helped by a couple of yellow cards, but those yellow cards were forced because the French did start to offend uh, on too many occasions close to the line. So I, I, I you know, I, I say there was credit in the performance of a 35-14 loss. I know that's hard to say, but it wasn't all bad. But I tell you what, what is all good for world rugby is the standard that clearly is being set by the by the French and Jesus and big boys, big strong lads in there, and um, yeah. Uh, what we look, we just have to accept that that's our sort of our our litmus test for the next five to ten years. Then you know, it's, <laughs> there's not going to be any easy test matches to come if that's sort of like if there is a correlation that is between under twenty rugby and going forward into into test rugby. Well, it's a uh, unbelievable one. Did you also see, in terms of unbelievable, uh, the shock result of that particular tournament to date? Italy defeated the hosts, South Africa, 34-26, which bodes well for the future of uh, rugby in that country, hopefully, anyway, because, look, the Italians have been there, or well, not quite there. That's I was going to say there or thereabouts. Yeah. That's not accurate. They, they haven't quite been there 
there, they show the odd glimpse. They've yeah. never really kicked on to what they probably should have become. And uh, it's a shame because they do produce some wonderful players. They just don't seem to have consistent results. Yeah, and look, if you look at their test team in the last 12 or so months, including that win over the Wallabies, um, they're in the hunt. Um, don't ask me to name his name, but the fullback is absolutely sensational. Sensational, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're, um, they're kind of their whole rugby thing, you know, across the whole spectrum seems to be lifting. And a win at under-20 age-grade level uh, over South Africa, well, that's, that, that's sensational. And um, it, it, look, it all goes well, doesn't it? At the end of the day, we, we don't want to be just a, a nation or na- have a couple of nations always at the pointy end. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors, are they in action tonight, yeah, are they? Yeah. We got that yeah, one yeah, right? No, we got the day right I'm on that sure one? Or? I'm pretty sure that's tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 Friday night sellout. And sellout. Interesting. You, can, you can watch it free to air on uh, TV3, I understand. Which oh, is, really? That's uh, good. good. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, I like I like free-to-air yeah. sport. I think oh, sport but, should be free-to-air. Um, but you Dom, know. Dom, Dom, The worm has turned. You know, I, I, in the early 90s, in my days of early radio and things and, and TV and that, you know, Oh, sports, so yesterday, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. Paid TV, you know. And I'd argue it's a loss leader. Now, that'll be a loss leader. It might cost TV3 tonight to promote that, but it will do them no end of good in the world of karma, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how I look at it. So good on them for having done whatever deal they have with Sky to show this game. But sport, a loss leader. What's happened? Spark Sports gone, uh, you know, it's just too too tricky, for, too too much like hard work. It's all gone to TVNZ. Watch this space. It's going to be a hell of a lot more free-to-air sport. Which um, I yeah. just, yeah, and, and Spark in its dying days are still broadcasting the ashes from Australia. Right. And yeah. the reason that I haven't really uh, watched anything else or a lot of anything else recently, like State of Origin or the Black Ferns, is because, uh, you know, I'm investing a lot of time into this cricket. And um, so the uh, the Australians uh, had a great first day and uh, early second day managed to get through, but after being put in uh, to 416. But the Poms' reply hasn't been too bad, actually. They're, so they're 278 for four. A couple of uh, silly wickets they threw away toward the back end of day two. They're trailing now by 138 with still six wickets in hand on the first inning. So, so I feel it's kind of in the balance. I just don't want uh, you know the Aussies to chip away a couple early doors on day three because if um, I think who's there, Stokes and Brooke, I think might be there. So if they can uh, get a wee, uh, they've got a wee partnership going at the moment. If they can uh, you know chip away for an hour or a session um we could be in for a for a decent test match yeah well i suggest this. so what time of night does that kick off here viewing wise oh it's uh, around about 10 uh, 10 o'clock at night yeah so what i'm saying is that get the jobs done on the farm today you know get them all and you know under control and have a bit of a late night watching the cricket and then just have a little sleep in on saturday morning you know or you could get up and have a look at Zoe Hobbs in the 100 and oh. Sam Tanner in the 1500 at the Lucerne uh, Diamond League. Oh, look, this is just, this just you know, the, oh, warms the cockles in my heart, the hairs up on the back of my neck. <laughs> have our athletes, our track athletes competing with the very best, you know. This is sort of like the, pre- this is the Premier League of, of athletics, track and field. And, um, yeah, so 6.42, I think it is, for Zoe in the 100 metres. And about 7.35 for Sam 
Tanner in the 1500, and that's um, going to be on TVNZ. So I presume it's like TVNZ On Demand or one of the, but free to air. You'll find it if you look hard enough. You, and you don't have to look that hard, to be honest. It'll be there. Well, thanks for bringing it to my attention and anyone else who's listening as well, because yeah. I think I might be doing a bit of that myself. Hamish Mackay, as always, an absolute pleasure. Don't forget uh, people to check out rexonline.co.nz. You'll get this chat. You'll get uh, all the others that we produce under the Rex banner as well. Good man, go well. Over now. Rural Focus, brought to you by Carter's Tyres, specialists in ag tyres, supporting NZ farmers for 35 years. All right, a couple of bits and pieces to uh, talk about today. Both of them not great, actually, if I'm being honest. Now, uh, Vangelis Vitalis, who is the Ministry of Foreign Affairs Deputy Secretary, Trade and Economic. Well, he was one of the keynote speakers at the South Island Dairy Event, or SIDE, in Invercargill, as has been going on for the last couple of days. And uh, what he said, according to staff, who uh, has the headline here, uh, which says basically increasing protectionism, export market red tape, a loss of social licence and an increase in farm subsidies overseas mean that the primary industry faces trade challenges not seen since 1995. Not exactly what we wanted to hear, uh, but he said uh, primary uh, industry trade, uh, especially dairy, has had golden weather from uh, 1995 until about 2017, but the trade conditions that created that period had slowly been deteriorating over the last five or six years. And of course, um, tomorrow being July the 1st means that a raft of cost of living subsidies and temporary tax cuts are set to end. And uh, among the biggest of those, and uh, the one that most people are grumbling about, and rightfully so as well, is the end of the fuel tax discount, which is going to add 25 cents a litre and almost 4 cents extra GST. And the subsidy for the road user charges for diesel vehicles is also going to end tomorrow as well. Don't want to end on a bummer, but that's kind of what's uh, going on out there at the moment. Stuff that we need to be aware of. Anyway, I mean... Can I say have a great weekend? I'm going to have a great weekend, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you back on Monday. Don't forget Rex coming up uh, with Hamish and Bex over the weekend. They drop on uh, Saturday and Sunday, those podcasts. And, uh, of course, for all Rex uh, products, go to rexonline.co.nz.